Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Let's go through our things together. We don't need to have it on the screen. One, two, go. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Let's take that again and personalize it. One, to go. Then God said, let there be Emmanuel, and there is, not was, Emmanuel. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the theme for this month, one, to go, I am the light of the world. I'm a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Amen. Let there be light. Please put your hands together one more time and you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I have three primary assignments this morning. We'll hear the word. We'll prepare for fasting that begins tomorrow. Amen. Hallelujah. It is time to lose physical weight to gain spiritual weight. Amen. Many people have promised they will sign up at the gym. Uh, The first day, two days, very busy, but then everybody go back to their regular life. Amen. But the 21 days fasting would achieve more than gyming would achieve. Amen. But still go to the gym. Amen. Glory to God. Some people are not saying amen. And we have our anointing service. Now, Our focus this morning is the enlightened believer. In all our services today, the enlightened believer. In our first service, we'll look at empowerment through enlightenment. Second service, we'll look at uh, uh, um, 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 the spiritual realm through enlightenment. And our third service, we'll look at wisdom through enlightenment. And I know that the Lord will bless you and I mightily in the name of Jesus Christ. And of course, we have our workers retreat tonight. At 5 p.m., it will be a fantastic time. If you're a worker here, you are supposed to be here at 5 p.m. Amen. Amen. What does it mean to be empowered? It means to be in charge. It means to be in charge, in charge, in charge. Being the head and not the tail. You never find the tail controlling the head. Even a mouse that has a long tail, the tail cannot control the head. It must not. It can give balance, like I learned in a a movie, but uh, the tail cannot control the head. Being the head means being empowered. Being empowered means being the head in a locality, in a domain. Can I hear a believing amen? How can enlightenment lead to empowerment. Hmm. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. The Bible says, Those who do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt with flattery. But those who do know their God, those who are enlightened by the knowledge of their God, would find themselves becoming stronger and stronger and stronger, and they will find themselves doing exploits. It is not enough to write down the list of what you want to do in a year. But the power to get it done comes from knowing God. It is why some people wake up every day 
They know what they should do, but they cannot do it because they don't feel like doing it. But those who do know their God will be strong and they'll find themselves consistently doing exploits. It takes power to do good things. It takes power to keep doing good things. Those who do know their God. A scripture I quote very often is, 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 is many people want to go to the city, but they don't know how to get there. The labor of fools wearies everyone around. But you see, knowing God is one of the ways to get in power. The more you know God, the more I know him, the more empowered we become. But before we go too, 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 too deep, amen. If you're born in the month of January, let us pray for you quickly. Hallelujah. Please just rise up on your feet. They're wondering, has he forgotten? This is a brand new year. Amen. Please stretch forth your hands towards these beautiful people and just begin to pray for them. Just pray for them. New year, new blessings. New year, new blessings. New year, new grace released upon you in the name of Jesus. You'll be the head and not the tail. you go from glory to glory, from power to power, from grace to grace, from might to might. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Amen. One of the things that light provides that makes us empowered is love. One of the things that light brings, because there are different shades of light, one of the virtues that light carries is love. And love empowers us in ways you can never imagine. First John chapter 2, verse 8 to 11. Again, a new commandment I write to you. Which thing is true in him and also in you? Because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he's in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother is demonstrating his evidence that he's in the light. Because one of the things that, that, that validates that we are actually light is the love that we walk in. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. What a powerful scripture. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in. No matter how many scriptures they quote. No matter how they pray. He says he's in darkness and walks in darkness. And does not know where he's going. Because the darkness has blinded his eyes. One of the evidence of light is love. The more the light, the more the love. You see, trauma might stop you from expressing that love. But if you are in the light, the love is there. Your history, your experience, your culture might hinder you from expressing that love. Because in your culture, they put some demonic restrictions. 
But, but you see, the love is there. The more the light grows, the more the love grows. You just find yourself becoming more compassionate. You find yourself becoming kind. You find yourself becoming more understanding of others. The best people to befriend should be people of light. They cannot hold on to a grudge. And the more the light, the more difficult it will be to hold on to a grudge. The more the light, the more the love. So he says, if you love your brother and your sister, you are in light. You might not be seeing angels, angel Gabriel, angel Michael every night. But the Bible is telling you and I that if you are walking in love, the only reason why you can be walking in love is because you are already in the light. And if hatred, you, you know, it's one thing to dislike something. It's another thing to hate something. Hatred is a very strong word. Hatred is death. It's wishing a person death. You see, being a child of God does not mean you have to like everybody. Because some people's behavior does not make them likable. But when you're walking in love, you wish everybody well. I cannot be friends with everybody. No, our, our lives don't gel. Can two walk together except they be agreed? You see, let, let, let me shock you. I love the devil. Uh-oh. Ah. You see, you see, when you love an, a beast, you want them to be in their natural habitat. So I love the devil enough to cast him to where he should be if I find him where he's not supposed to be. <laughs> Aha, some are like, hey, this apostle. <laughs> Amen. Because we so love, the devil will say, no, 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 you shouldn't be in light. Let's take you back to darkness. So you've come here again, let's, let's bind you. Let's cast you, bind you, and then throw you back again where you should be. So every time he crosses over, we send him back. Is anybody ready to send him back? Amen. You, you, you see a wild animal where it should not be, you package them and deliver them back to the wild. Because that is where they thrive. We walk in love. We walk in love. There are some people that must be silenced and it is an act of love because his stupidity is too much. We're trying to reduce the shame so we silence you so, so you don't disgrace yourself and your family lineage and everything. Amen. So, 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 so there are many ways to demonstrate the love of Jesus that is oozing out of us. A parent that spanks a child and the child is crying. You don't love me. No, no, no. I love you. You know when you are 25. <laughs> That's how long it took some of us to realize that all the multiple lacerations was out of love. Amen. One day I sat down. I said, this cannot be my father. <laughs> it's impossible. How can a human being inflict this much pain? No, it cannot be. But one day, I got enlightened. And I was just like, wow, thank you, Lord, for my father. For the spanking, I give you praise. With the word, amen. <laughs> Let's come back to light, amen. As your light grows, your love would grow. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, 
Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. I have love. I'm a loving person. The moment trauma is removed, you find that the love vessels, you know, the love can begin to flow because the, the things blocking the love has been removed. You can hug again. You can receive love again. It, it might seem very awkward in the beginning because you are not used to it. But, but it, it, it will begin to get easier. I remember when some people came here and they said, look at your neighbor. Tell them I love you. They say, hey, that's impossible. But now for many people, it's easy to say I love you. Without batting an eyelid, without tremors inside, they can easily say I love you. The love of Jesus is evident. Evidence that there is light. And when there is love, there is dominion. Let me show you a scripture that blessed me richly. The Bible says in Luke twenty-two forty-seven. Luke twenty-two forty-seven. Even in the midst of persecution, and while he was still speaking, behold, a multitude, and he who was called Judas, one of his own disciples, very very close associates, one of the twelve went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. Have you ever been betrayed before? Like you shared a very, 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 very personal information with a very close friend. And one day you saw a post on Facebook. And as you began to read, your heart began to, began to drop and drop and drop. I say, oh my goodness. It is finished. They didn't mention your name, but they mentioned your name. You have friends that are just faking things. They go to church every time. You know, their church name is very long. <laughs> and they just go on and on and on. But they, they have deep hatred in their hearts. I won't mention any names, but God knows who they are. And even if nobody knew it's you, but you read it and your heart is just so broken. You have my phone number. You can call, you can text, you can DM, you can, you can, even, you can even record a YouTube video and send me the link. <laughs> there, are, <laughs> there are many ways you could have contacted me, but you chose to go online. And the pain can be excruciating. So Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? When someone takes another person's, I don't even like that word take because they didn't take the man. It's a grown man. <laughs> it's not taking but for. But anyway, when a very close friend <laughs> suddenly begins to date and double-crosses you in your relationship and now gets married to the man. That's what Jesus was saying. <laughs> you, <laughs> woman, you betrayed the son of man with a kiss. 
Some people don't know what pain is. You know, sometimes we just read past what the Bible said about Joseph being sold. In Genesis 37, the Bible was saying that his brothers could not speak to him peaceably. They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. And they sold him into slavery. Imagine the pain in his heart. And he healed, moved on, got elevated, and he arrived. And, and then one day he arrived at work. And he saw these people coming to buy something, and these are his brothers. <sighs> you are following me everywhere. <laughs> and many things happened, and he wept bitterly. And the weeping was a mixture, I think, of both, I miss these people, but ah, God, allow me to deal with these people. Betrayal. But in the midst of that, verse 49, please, look at what Jesus did. When those around him saw what was going to happen, they said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, permit even this. This is where I'm going. And he touched his ear that was cut off and healed him. In the midst of persecution, because he retained his love, the power was still there. Can you still be powerful when you're being hurt? In the midst of the pain, or oh, that's why you say, you know what, let's forget this Christianity thing. Let me show you who I... <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me show you who I am. Before I became an apostle, I used to be a street fighter. <laughs> you think these muscles are for... <laughs> Permit even this. And he touched his ear. And this blessed me so much because I was there thinking, in the midst of pain, can the power of the Holy Ghost still flow? That's what love does. There are a few things that makes it easy for us to love. Number one, knowing that nobody can bring you down without your permission. Nobody can bring me down without my permission. You can spread lies, can spread any nonsense. Nobody, without my permission, it's impossible. Number two, understand that those who are persecuting you actually are jealous of you. Like a very, very absurd story came up in the U.S. about a man of God and just nonsense. Ah, it just makes it so irritating that a human being can even believe that. And one man is dating another man and, and, and I was analyzing it with some wonderful people yesterday. And I said, can you just imagine? So a person is looking for a boyfriend and this is the person they will go and select as a boyfriend. I hope nobody here was, was, is so low enough to believe that nonsense. There's no young boy in school somewhere that he can go and take as a boyfriend. He's a man of God that is old. That he'll go and pick up and say, do you want to be my boyfriend? You know, when, when people's minds are so darkened, they can believe that a chicken had sex with a goat and gave birth to a crocodile. They can't believe it. 
<laughs> to the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled, everything is defiled. Even when they see good, they say, no, this must be evil. When you understand that people who persecute you actually are jealous of you, it will give you a chip, a humble chip on your shoulders. <laughs> it will make you realize that no, 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 no. They just, they just, it is just love. It's just love. They want what you have that they don't have. And it's what is making them to persist. So, so you, 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 you respond back with love and grace. Do you know what it takes for someone to sit down and cook stories? Like people cook food. Do you, know what, do you know the amount of work involved? Go to Hollywood and see the amount of work involved in coming up with stories. Oh, someone can sit down just instead of using their brain for sensible things and just start to cook things. This one is dating that person. That makes sense. And just <laughs> and release it into the world. You see, there will be human beings that will believe anything. As the miracles in this place move to an exponential level this year, some people will say that we have buried chickens and goats. You see, that's why first service, he wore black suit and black tie. I know what that means. <laughs> they are player haters, amen. Backbiters who always be at the back because they must monitor your life from the back. But God is blinding them in the name of Jesus. We keep loving because we know that nobody can bring us down without our permission. Number two, those who are hating actually love us, but they don't know how to say it. You know, when we're younger in school, the one you love is the one you'll be attacking the most. Did you do that? Or I was the only one that did it? <laughs> <laughs> Some just remember their first crush. Amen. The ones you love the most were the ones you'll be attacking. I remember before I met my wife when I was in elementary school. <laughs> there was a girl. I remember her name, but I won't say it. <laughs> I used to attack her. Oh, fight regularly. But it was just love. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine she'll go home crying I don't know why he hates me if, I, if only an angel could just tell her no he loves you <laughs> this is love amen glory to God many people want to be you but they can't they long for you to show up everyday because they know you'll be looking snatched and you show up and they are just giving you the bombastic side eye, it's because they, they just, they've tried. They went to the same store they thought you bought it from. They didn't find what you bought. <laughs> and they're wondering, what is wrong with you? What is your problem? Do you have to look this good every day? <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Love empowers us as believers. Let love flow in your heart as your light grows. Allow the love. Love is a defense. One of the times that Christ appeared to me in the loft in the house, he just came, light everywhere, and he just said, love is a defense. Love is a defense. And then the light just went away. Love is a defense. 
If you remain in love, you are defended. Let everybody keep hating. Just remain in love. <laughs> you, know, you know when someone comes to you, they share personal information. You keep it because you are principled. But they, take, they begin to spread lies about you. But you refuse to act the way they have acted. But you still keep your mouth shut. That's love. The petty thing to do might be to say, you know what, tit for that. But you see, there are people that will respect you more. Just by knowing that you used to be close and you must have information, yet you are not saying anything. And suddenly you are defended from any other attack that might come your way. Tell your neighbor, don't be petty. 2024, don't be petty. Love is the only emotion we must allow to flow freely in our hearts. God is my witness. I don't hate or dislike any church member. And that's very hard to find. Because church... <laughs> I reserve my comment. <laughs> but, but you see, even a speaker I don't hate... A speaker, not a, a human being speaking. A speaker. Because, you see, I said this at the hour of meditation yesterday, but some were not there, so I'm telling you now. <laughs> Let love flow, even to inanimate objects. You don't have to believe me, but I pray you do. I was walking one day, taking a prayer walk, and then I just saw an ant, and, and I just killed it. Because, I mean, how can you be an ant in front of me? I'm a human being. I just killed it. And the Holy Spirit said, what did it do to you? And I was surprised. I'm like, it's an ant. It doesn't have any feelings. I can't kill it. <laughs> I mean, I see an ant, I kill it. He said, what did it do to you? I said, okay, so I shouldn't kill ants anymore? <laughs> Let love flow. Let love flow. Do you know when Jesus in Mark chapter 4 cast out the demon out of the madman of Gadara? Mark chapter 5. They said, please let us stay in this region. Jesus, the maker of everything, allowed them to stay in the region. Demons. Why? Because the people wanted the demons. So Jesus was walking in love towards them by giving them what they wanted. Do you know they chased Jesus away from their region? When they saw the man, so they wanted the man to remain mad. So they saw a man that delivered him from madness. And they said, no, 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 you can't stay. You can't stay. Go, go. You cannot stay here. So Jesus, you see, love is so, is so multifaceted. The, the father of the prodigal son loved the son enough to allow him to go. And he never chased after him. He never sent servants to watch him, monitor him, make sure and drag him, bring him back. No. He says, Father, I want to go. And love said, you can go. And I'm not coming after you. That's love. Love is a defense. And it gives us power. Imagine that boy coming back home. Do you think he will ever say he's living again? To threaten the father? Never. Never. Pastor Jensen Franklin shared that experience. One of his daughters said she was leaving the house. Young girl. 
Maybe she was watching some, uh, some shows or something. Decided, lived there. So she packed the stuff. And they said, no, 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 this, this bag is ours. The clothes are ours, but we'll just allow you to go with some clothes. Even though we bought them for you. And the phone, you need to call us so you can keep the phone. But the phone belongs to us. And they allowed her to go at night. A teenager. Some people don't know that is love. That is love. So she packed her things. And she left. And they both sat down in the living room watching TV. <laughs> and I think they had popcorn also. Because they know they, they were good parents. She went, walked around the block. <laughs> you, you know, some people like to give threats and keep you in captivity. If you don't do this, I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave. No, if anybody is telling you that in a relationship, just tell them, let me open the door for you. I don't want to stress you. I'll open the door for you. Please go. You don't threaten to stay. No, that is not love. A woman told me she was begging the man, kneeling down. I said, ah. <laughs> kneeling down, holding his leg. Don't go, don't go. You should help him pack his things. You remain a prisoner forever. No. She went around the block and then came back. So now, are you ready to follow? Because she wanted to go for a party. And her parents said no. So she threatened she would leave. And they said, no, no, no. You can actually leave. So you can go partying as often as you want. By the time she called one of the friends, can I come stay in your house? My house? No. <laughs> but we are friends. No. Then she realized that she was playing the fool. She realized she had a good room. And the weather was cold. She realized her parents are good parents. She said, no, no, I'm going back home. <laughs> Love gives power. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Love empowers us. And love comes as the light grows. The level of love you can have for a person, you can't even imagine. The deeper you go in light, you, it, it, the love can even make your body to, to, to vibrate. For some, it's only sexual love they know. And even that is a low kind of love. What manner of love is this? That somebody will give their life, give his life for his friends. The depth of love. Do you know what carrying a baby does to a woman's body? There are many reasons why any child who dishonors their parents will be dealt with by God. Massively dealt with. The parent does not need to know. God would deal with every system that God has made, except if there were grounds. And, and, and even grounds, I, I say that with caution. Glory to God. Now, let's remember that our fasting starts tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> let's try that again. Scratch that, scratch that. Amen. So, we must walk in love. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
Now, moving on to fasting. Let's remember our fasting. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Our fasting starts tomorrow. Let's remind ourselves of a few things about fasting. There's so much information all over the place, so we have to remind ourselves of what is true. Isaiah 58, verse 1 to 14. Fasting is not an opportunity to show off your spirituality. Oh, me, I'm, I'm, my, my own fast, I'm doing, I'm, I'm not even eating anything at all. <laughs> An angel of the Lord appeared to me yesterday and told me, don't, don't eat any, anything. So as I, am, as I am like this, I'm not eating anything. <laughs> You're already getting the benefit of your fast from the talk. Because men will honor you. But God will not. So, what is fasting? Fasting is just a time to substitute food for spiritual food. Physical food for spiritual food. So, if you are fasting and you don't spend more time than you would typically do, then there is not much benefit of the fast. So, one of the best things to do while fasting is to replace, because for an average person, a, a meal would take one hour. It takes one hour to, 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 to prepare, to think about breakfast, prepare breakfast, eat the breakfast, and recuperate after the breakfast, or recover after the breakfast. One hour. So let's say yours is fast food, so you know maybe 30 minutes. But either way, replace the time for food with the time for prayer or meditation or worship, just replace that. And your fasting is well underway. In fasting, number two, you want to change your patterns. You want to change your patterns. You want to change your pattern. Set a time. So for many people, they'll say they had lunch time. They'll now use that to study the word and to pray. When others are eating, then you can just go and read the Bible. Don't sit down and be scrolling. Glory to God. So change your pattern. Make a decision today. You know what? During these 21 days of fasting, this is the pattern I am going to adopt. I am going to pray from 12 noon to 12.30 p.m. You don't have to say your main prayer. Were you about to break your fast? <laughs> okay. There are many things we have adopted as tradition. And these are just systems that some people brought up as good advice. And some have made it into law. Let's say you're breaking your fast at 6. You don't have to say, now I'll wait till 5.55. So I'll now pray. Because I have to pray before I break my fast. No. Your main prayer or study might have been at noon. Because of the nature of your schedule. And when you have decided to break your fast, you go ahead. Of course, it's easy to say a word of prayer. And you break your fast. Number three, I highly recommend, this is not a law. I highly recommend you break your fast with communion. It's a good practice to adopt. What do I mean by communion? If you are eating, I don't advise that. But if you are eating, moldables. That's how you want to break your fast. <laughs> For whatever reason, maybe you are led to. Amen. 
<laughs> like fufu or something. <laughs> or even if you're having plantain or you're having a sandwich, whatever it is you're having, you can take a piece of what is, is hard as the body <laughs> and I hope you are drinking water or anything liquid, okay? And you have the liquid as the blood of Christ. And just take some of that of the food you've already laid out in front of you, you have that as the communion, then you eat the rest as normal food. All right, so these are just practices that helps us to remember that we are taking the body and the blood of Christ and we are becoming more like him on a daily basis. I've been doing that for many years, breaking the fast with communion. It is not compulsory. It is not a sin if you don't. It's just an advice. Hallelujah. So have a pattern, have a pattern and make up your mind. Let's say you've decided, you know what? I'm going to pray from me because some people are excellent marketers. You have decided yours is from 12 to 12.30 p.m. You meet them and they'll say, oh yeah, no, no, mine is from 12 midnight because, you know, Apostle said midnight prayer is the most powerful. So that's in fact, this is the best. Da, 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 da. And they want to convince you to leave your own 12 p.m. and move to 12 midnight. Please, make up your mind and stick to something. None is better than the other. Somebody else's revelation does not have to be your own revelation. It is why we don't tell people when to break their fast. Are we together? If you want to break, because quite a number of people here who have been fasting before Cornerstone, if you ask them, when do you break? Either 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 6 p.m., some... Very few, 9 p.m. <laughs> no, you can break at 5 p.m. In fact, 5.15 p.m. <laughs> you know how difficult it is to break a religious spirit? It's difficult. It is why bondages are hard to break. Because once it is in, on a cycle, it's difficult to break that cycle. You can keep telling people, they say, no, 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 3 p.m. I'll wait, it's 2.59 now. And they are just there waiting. Waiting. They are already hungry. In their spirits, the fast has ended since 10 a.m. <laughs> they are just waiting. This is what we did when we were young. When fasting used to be a punishment. You mess up, they'll give you seven days fasting prescription. God bless my dad's soul in heaven. Amen. <laughs> so we are just there watching time. We'll sleep. We'll wake up. 11... <laughs> <laughs> so please make up your mind. Can you say that you will set a standard time to break every day all through 21 days? If you want to, fine. But in fact, I don't even really recommend that. As much as possible, I tell people, you see, when the grace is there, even for many people, when they are not fasting, they are still not eating. They are living a fasted life. Don't keep food as what is primary on your mind. That's the most important thing. Otherwise, you are wasting the essence of the fast. It's not about food. Oh, I've told myself this time I'm going to go farther. Now, 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 maybe you are also trying to grow your willpower. But don't use the fast as a means to grow your willpower. Because, except if that is your own essence of fasting. No, don't look at food. I want to fast. I've decided to fast. I go as far as the grace of God enables. Hopefully, it can enable past, past noon. As far as it enables. Whole day, three days, 
whatever, as, as long, I'm not thinking. How did Jesus know it was time to break his 40 days fast? He became hungry. He became hungry. He wasn't counting uh, 28. Ah, ah, ah. Holy Ghost power. <laughs> <Follow> me. <laughs> How many days now in Gabriel? No, it's 31 days. You are going to 40. No. He just kept on going until he became very hungry. And it just so happened it was 40 days. Are we reading our Bibles? Because there are many people out there now giving all kinds of prescriptions. You see, if you are beholding an angel, there is a template. Just keep using your will and things will happen. But, but, but Jesus came to bring grace and truth. I don't keep my mind focused on food. I just, I just operate. Because I'm not going to be there starving and I'm thinking of food. I've prayed, God, I receive grace now. And no grace has come. I can't do anything else because I'm hungry. No, 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 no. I will not waste my day because of fasting. I will not waste my day, 21 days, where people can be restored and transformed. I don't need to fast for miracles to happen. I'm just fasting to get closer to God, to grow in light. That is the truth. So maybe you have heard the word, but somebody else that is more religious has not heard you. Maybe a family member. And they see you fasting, and you break at a particular time, and they're wondering, ah, what kind of nonsense fast is this? Is this how you people fast in CCCCCCG? Tell them if they can find a place where it was stated in the Bible that break your fast at this time, they should come, and I might give them a million dollars. I say might because there are different Bible versions these days. Okay, the, the different Bible versions, amen. <laughs> there is nowhere in the Bible we have read, and we still read it the whole of last year, that it says, thou shalt break your fast at 6 p.m., or maybe 9 p.m., or maybe 3 p.m., or maybe 12 noon. No. Glory to God. Let's go through this quickly, and then we'll get anointed. Hallelujah. Isaiah 58, verse 1 to 14. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. For those who don't know, this is the fasting manual in the Bible. Contains way more details on fasting than any other passage in the Bible. Jesus said a lot of things and things here and there, but Isaiah 58 has a lot. So please pay attention. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet the sick me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? So they were accusing God. We have fasted, but you didn't respond. Why have we afflicted our souls and you take no notice? In fact, this is God responding now. In the day of your fast, you find pleasure. Which means when we're fasting, avoid pleasure. This is where some people got it from, that sexual pleasure in marriage should not be engaged in. Now, it not necessarily. If you're married, you can enjoy sexual pleasure. 
But it makes no sense to be on three days, seven days fast. And you're engaging with your spouse sexually. You might not survive. <laughs> so it's just common sense to know that <laughs> it takes energy. I'm trying to look straight. Amen. <laughs> so, and exploits all your laborers. Let's move on. Some people are uncomfortable. Verse 4. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate. You want to be able to debate. Mine, mine, I did. I fasted till 6 p.m. No, no, yours was only till 12. Oh, no, no, me, I did seven days dry. I did three days. In fact, you drank water. I didn't drink water. Mine, mine was stronger. And on the seventh day, an angel came and said, I'm the angel of the lost presence. You are fasting for strife and debate. Is in this generation I've seen that people, people talk about their spiritual practices. I, 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 it's just so, it's so strange. It's so strange. It's so strange. The more you read the word and know God, you realize it's strange. It's strange. And to strike with the feast of wickedness, you will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. Now he begins to explain. Is it a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? So is it to bring pain to you? So the most pain you experience means that God will hear you? No. No. When grace is released for fasting, you might not even feel pain. Remember Pastor Piquet shared with us, there was a time he was on a long fast. On the 26th day of not eating food, he was playing soccer. That's grace. Don't go and try it. It's grace. When God decides for his own reason to release grace, it's not a thing of boasting. Oh, see me, I can play soccer when I'm fasting. It is not because you did it. It's because God gave grace. It's not for affliction. Is it to bow? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? So once people see your face, Ah, why are you looking so down? Ah, 21 days fasting. <laughs> 21 days. No. Would you call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? No. Now look at what he's ex explaining. Is this not the fast I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness. To forgive people you have held in the inner chambers of your heart. The time of fasting is the time to forgive. Let the captives free. <laughs> To undo the heavy burdens, to break addictions, heavy burdens, addiction to social media, to break it, to let the oppressed go free. In some cases, people who owe you money, in some cases, you just forgive their debt. I'll repeat, in some cases, and you break every yoke. Verse 7, is it not to share your bread with the hungry? It's a good time to give seeds and gifts as led by the Holy Spirit. And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. Apply wisdom with that. Amen. When you see the naked, that you cover them. In essence, showing love. Verse 8, please. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. That's fasting. Glory to Jesus. Let me have the anointing oil, please. So please register for the fast online. We have the... Fasting guide, you know, I took time in preparing that by the grace of God. So, so to make our fasting easy, 
So we have prayer points there for three days blocks. I learned that from Bishop Oedeko, three days, three days, three days, three days. So you have seven prayer points there, three days. You can use the same for three days. If you have the things you want to, you're trusting Jesus for, add it to your own list. Glory to God. And if you have nothing to pray about, pray for the church. Pray for the apostle. Pray for his family. As we go up, you must go up. Oh, yes. Glory to Jesus. Please rise up on your feet and clap your hands together for Jesus. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.